Okay, welcome back to Maybe We'll Talk, a podcast on the internet where I talk to people on the internet. Uh, Today we're going to talk about A Nightmare on Elm Street 5, The Dream Child. Uh, We did this one a little bit differently, and we may be doing some more movie reviews like this, or, you know, maybe not necessarily movie. We may do some more things that are more... Uh, I don't know what you would call this. Uh, the word that comes to my mind is chaotic. But yeah, basically there was a bunch of people on the call for this one. Uh, we actually sat down and watched the movie together one afternoon. And uh, everyone discussed it. So it's me and Michelle as usual on this one. And uh, also hanging out was Thrash Keshu, who has been on the show a lot uh, for the first time on this particular podcast was A.K.A. Weebs, uh, who was also known <laughs> A.K.A. Flyosity, uh, who obviously contributes a lot to this, uh, but this is the first time. He's been on a lot of other things. He's been on my stream and all kinds of other podcasts that I've done before, but first time having A.K.A. Weebs here, and also Surreptitious Music, and I will have links to all, all of these fine musicians. I'll have links to everyone. Um, I guess really just Surreptitious Music and Thrash. Uh, I don't think Flash City's music is publicly presented or archived anywhere, but maybe I'll find out. And, uh, yeah, so a whole bunch of people, and we'll, we're going to have a content warning here. Not only is this a horror movie, and we will be discussing, uh, you know, blood and guts and assault and of all types. <laughs> it will be very upsetting, but really the content warning is for maturity, uh, in the beginning of this movie, uh, the character Alice is in the shower and some mud or something starts bubbling up through the shower. So, of course, we all started talking about poop in the shower, and really we started talking about a story. We start, we ended up talking about a couple stories, but we had already talked about some insane things that were said to my mother in my kitchen, some of them by my brother. And and that's the hook, I guess. If you want to know what my brother said, I honestly, actually, I'm not sure because some of the things, some things were said during the movie, which were not recorded. So we'll see what comes out. But anyway, yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I I'm sure I've sa- I've made it sound very intriguing. These fantastic poop stories, uh, by not telling you the full story of any of them. But uh, you'll have to listen to find out. And if you don't want to hear poop or blood and guts slasher murders discussion uh here's your warning this is the podcast where we're going to be talking about blood and guts slasher murders and poo um thank you so much to all of my guests and i'll recap at the end uh who was here and like i said there will be links in the uh show description so thank you and without further ado here is michelle and everyone that dumped down America's youth to, to increase the, uh, the status of the Dutch. Yep. Yep. Okay, uh, I am now recording, if that's okay with everyone. And, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so surreptitious music, welcome to you. I've been... Mainly, I've been covering this series with uh, Michelle, but we figured today, everyone, anyone who's hanging out, well, let's listen to this song. Sorry. I didn't mean to start going into my whole thing, because this is amazing. 
I don't know what's wrong with me. Sometimes I just, I'm not even conscious of it. Again, you haven't had a good, like, themed rap outro like this since, like, the Adams Family Values. Cool mode. Okay, let's go. Alright. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've heard of anybody else that was. Schooly D. But yeah. <laughs> what a wild. What, what a wild film. Yeah, really. It's not even a, it's, I don't even want to call this. this no. This was no. A, a, very, a very elaborate set design piece that just so happened to have acting in front of it. Listen, listen. That, that's a film. As far as I'm concerned, that is what a film is. That was shot on that was shot on celluloid film. All of those sets yeah. were real. Everything that we just saw actually happened. Mm-hmm. That the less acting <laughs> you ask for, the, the less room for human error you leave. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I've had a bunch of actors screw your story up. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, so let me get, let me real quickly go and grab, refill my water and grab a drink. And if anyone else wants to do that, but, uh, yeah, that was, that, that was a movie. I'll be right back. <laughs> Thanks for being here, everybody. Yeah. No problem. On a fine Wednesday afternoon. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think like the last time that I actually had seen a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. I think this has been the first time in years. I know that before I started rewatching these to talk about them with Dave. I mean, I always make a point to watch at least the first one and then Freddy versus Jason like once a year because like Freddy versus Jason is one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh. But the rest of them kind of just kind of they get lost. I, I own them all, but I just I don't usually watch them all in order. So when we were talking about it, I was like, that'd be a really cool thing for us to go over. Here we are. Yeah, like, again, it's a the series as a whole is. It's a roller coaster ride of. Uh, of goofiness, like like the one thing that I didn't know is that I, I think if, if I remembered correctly, the second Nightmare on Elm Street wasn't actually uh, done by. Uh, Wes Craven. Wes Craven, yeah. Yeah, I think I uh I think I've heard that before too, but I've never actually like looked into it. But then I guess he picked it back up, you know, from Dream Warriors on. Yeah, I think it was because the studio was like so unhappy with the way that uh God, what was the second one called? Freddy's Revenge. Uh, Freddy's Revenge. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 like On yeah. who exactly? I, think, I don't know. I, I, I think after the absolute failure of of that film, they were like, "Uh, yeah, maybe we should just leave this with uh, with Wes." And then now, now me personally, my favorite out of the series that, like, at least from what I remembered as a kid, my favorite out of the series was New Nightmare. Okay, like, oh, that's my least favorite. Really? That's, <laughs> yeah. that's... I love that it, it hit all the marks for me when, for like being a, a Freddy fan. Like it. it you you had you had the catchphrases. You, as much as it was more like a, like, 
mid '90s psychological thriller, like filmed like a psychological thriller rather yeah. than it, it was a little too clean, I will say. But like yeah. at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I I still thoroughly liked the concept of you know oh the, the you know it, it it was more than you know just Wes Craven having nightmares. It was a real. It was actually happening. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I, I like that concept of it. Like that was pretty cool. How it was like, oh, Freddy isn't just in the movies anymore. Like here he is in real life. But just I don't know. Just I feel like they could have done so much more with it, and I feel like it fell flat in a lot of parts of the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't oh, know. Absolutely. I haven't watched it in a while, so maybe I'm being critical over something that I'm remembering incorrectly. We're gonna watch it soon. for that somebody was being force fed their guts and. Oh man, I wonder. I, that maybe it's that one. I don't know. We'll find out. Somebody was force fed their guts at some point. Apparently, it might have been that last scene with Greta. It might have been that last scene with Greta that mm. was in my in my head. Yeah, but I just know I just never liked the way Freddie looked in New Nightmare. Like they just changed like yeah. the burns on his face. It was just completely different, and I was like, that doesn't look right. Tuesday night is in New Nightmare. Oh, she is. Okay. Yeah, that's the she's in three and she's in New Nightmare. Well, she's in four too. Tuesday night. Oh, no, 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 she's no. in four. No, no, she's not in three because it's Patricia. Arquette oh, no, three. she's Tuesday night. Then, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tuesday, Patricia, yes. Tuesday night is in four. Patricia Arquette is Tuesday night. Tuesday night plays Patricia Arquette in part seven. Not really. Sorry. <laughs> that was that last bit was me starting to trying to be confusing on purpose. <laughs> Okay, I'm trying to break that habit. <laughs> yeah, because Patricia Arquette was in it, and then all of a sudden you get Tuesday night Street four, and yep. then it's like here's Kristen, and it's a completely different girl, and I'm like, uh, they no, didn't even not. try. It's like when they replaced Aunt Viv on Fresh Prince, and you're like, excuse me, that's not Aunt Viv. <laughs> it's completely like they didn't even try. She looked nothing like her. I was very confused as a young child. <laughs> it confused me too. I was yes. like, what happened to Aunt Viv? Yeah, th- this this was a wild fucking. <laughs> this like, I I like, and and can we all like? Let, let's be honest. Like th- this was very blatantly, like had some severe anti-abortion undertones. <laughs> Is that what it was? I I felt there was a lot of anti-abortion undertones to this. Yeah, it's like you should carry your child to full term, even, even if it's a, 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 a demonic entity. Even if it's eating <laughs> the souls of your friends. Yeah, like and, and, the, yeah. the Catholic nun did not oh. get an abortion, even though she knew she was going to. She took the baby back inside of her, even knowing it was a demon, like a hero. So it's not really it's not anti-abortion, but it's also don't have it's keep the baby inside of your body as long as possible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 you want to gestate it until it's Give me 18 years of age. <laughs> and you know, and you know, the nun wasn't on birth control either because they frowned upon that. So clearly, she wasn't on birth control, or else she wouldn't have gotten pregnant by a maniac. Was she? <laughs> oh my! Was, was she There's definitely cancer? out there that aren't on birth control? Let me say, <laughs> is that true? <laughs> is that your experience? <laughs> Not from experience, but, but I mean. <laughs> I mean, we learned that from the uh, God. There was like there was something about like a a a, a, a Portuguese convent or something like that, where uh, they were cleaning out the the, the nun uh, barracks or whatever, and they found like aborted fetuses. I don't know. Oh, yeah. It's like it's like the military almost. There's I don't know, <laughs> but uh, 
but like in the like where the places where the nuns were staying, there was like a bunch of aborted fetuses that were hidden throughout the uh, uh yeah that's a, the place. that's very upsetting i'm very sorry to bring no, that up it's just something I've <laughs> i mean we are talking about a woman being raped by the band 10,000 maniacs yeah so what was that the song something about the shadow of the night is that 10,000 maniacs what's the one they're famous for oh no because the night because the because night the belongs night. to lovers yeah right is that it yeah. Oh, that was a yep. cover. Uh, oh, God, who did the original of that? That's Patty, Patty Smith, Patty Smith. Uh, performing a song written by Bruce Springsteen. Yes, oh, wow. that, I, that was another fun fact. Yeah, I forgot about that. Wait, is, I didn't realize there was so much maniac. depth to that entire song. Wow. Is, it, wait, oh, but and then did 10,000 Maniacs cover Patty Smith? Yes. Uh, 1993 MTV Unplugged, yeah. Okay. Then that's okay. Then all right. Now, now I'm caught up. Okay. He said no. One more. Who was the lady from Ten Thousand Maniacs? Because then she had a solo career. Uh, the lady from Ten Thousand Maniacs. Singer. Uh, Natalie Merchant. Natalie Merchant. Okay. There we go. All right. Now I'm now now okay. So that band. All right. I'll I'll drop the. I'll drop the 10,000 Maniacs is, is Freddy's father. <laughs> now that I have all my questions answered about. It all makes sense now. Now I understand. I understand everything. But So in the first nightmare of this movie, Alice is shitting in the shower. <laughs> that's that's my first there's nothing note. more nightmarish than when when you when you drop a Tuesday in the shower and then you yep. just clog the drain up. A Tuesday yeah, night. To, you gotta do the, the waffle shower floods. Yeah. And, and then the you're, and then you're not only swimming in your own shit, but also the backed up shit from everybody else. Yeah, there's nothing worse. That's I, bad. I, I, mm-hmm. Speaking of horrifying my mother in the kitchen, one time my brother <laughs> told my mom that he had <laughs> used one of the butter knives to cut a log of shit in half that he was unable to find. You remember this story? I think I heard this before. He, could yeah. not, he told my mother that he could not flush a gigantic turd so he had used one of the butter <laughs> Oh my god! Dude, there's like a whole thing on the internet about oh. knives. Hold yeah. on, hold on. This I gotta is, look this up. Kevin said this to terrify my mother, and I and I don't think any of us know if it's true or not. He's a sociopath. It might be. So he says so he put the butter knife back in the drawer. They're still there. They're shit. They're the same oh. ones. So so there was this um there's this Reddit story about um th- this guy basically like did this confession on Reddit that he and his entire family have a designated yeah poop knife to oh, break yep. things up in the toilet oh God. and he was asking everybody else if this was just an occurrence within his own family or if this is transcended everything else i have never heard of such a thing in my life and that's why i find it really funny this just this just made my brain shit are these people with the with okay if these people have like preternaturally huge turds i wonder if if this is I, like I, I, both, both sides of the family or people are married in and are doing this or is it like something that runs in the family where they drop I, 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 
I, I think if I remember correctly in the story, there was something about it was handed down generation to generation. This was oh, my great grandfather's yeah. poop knife, my grandfather's poop knife. It was my poop knife, and now, son, it's yours. Yeah. They probably got it from a lady who climbed out of the toilet and threw it at them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you guys I stepped away for like a second because I got a phone call and this is what I came back to. So, has anyone in your family ever? <laughs> Mr. Kulu DK, do you remember the time when when Kevin put uh, like played a game of Sims where they put a house right next to where all your characters were? And yes. Then- systematically charmed them one at a time, caused them to move in with him, and then lock them all in ruins to starve to death. I do. I do. Of course I remember that happening. It was quite a tragedy from my perspective. Yeah, it was a good one. <laughs> That's rough. Yeah, he's a sociopath. Like, really, like clearly. Sociopathy <laughs> <laughs> simulator. Anyone, yeah, that's what The Sims is, yeah. Any yeah, cruelty simulator, man. Yeah, so I like the idea of making your Sims uh, deathly, uh, deathly afraid of water. Oh yeah, and sure. Putting the uh, fridge on the opposite side of a pool. <laughs> <laughs> See how long it takes. <laughs> Until one of them breaks and crosses the water, like yeah, a bunch of fucking vampires. Scared. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, there are a lot of ways to torture people. That's really it. Really was you could really just there was no end of ways to torture people psychologically, emotionally, physically. And take the uh, doors off the house and play piano <laughs> outside <laughs> until everyone dies. Oh my god. <laughs> Death by piano. I could do that in real life, though. Take the doors off and play, play piano on you, the lawn? You, 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 you just play that uh, Make My Way Up Town song over and over again? <laughs> right, right, right. Classic. On the back of a truck, yeah. All right. Uh, this dude is about to get... Uh, I got a wall of meetings coming up, so I'm going to have to go chill out a minute and then go to some of those. Lovely yeah. to watch uh, this gross movie. The last ten minutes of this gross movie with all very gross. Awesome yeah, to talk to you. Uh, talk to you soon. Awesome hanging, bud. Yeah, I'll be back if it works out. Bye. Peace. Bye. Bye. Oh, Nelly. All right. Yeah. Moving on from poop knives. <laughs> and poop. I mean, I don't know. We'll probably talk about poop some more. But I mean, that was. I hope oh, we got a lot of the poop that. talk. I mean that was a lot of poop talk just now. So, oh, oh my I'm god! I'm sad that I missed it because I mean I can always go back and listen to it because this better make it to the podcast. Oh, it will. Part. Yeah, I mean, and oh, I, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what. I mean, if you don't, if you don't think that we need to move on, I'll ask you if anyone in your family uses a <laughs> knife ever, and if there's a specific knife that is used. If there's a troublesome turd, that won't go down the pipe. I have never had, I have never, I'm a big person. I've never pooped a turd that I've had to use a tool to get into the bottom of a toilet. I Like through, I've never, you know, had to take a knife or anything like that. I don't think so. Anyone in your family, Michelle? No, not that I'm aware of, but I just, I know that I've heard of the concept of a poop knife. Like before this conversation, I can't, I wish I could remember like where it might have been like a weird thing I read on Reddit something at some time. Like I just 
I've heard of a poop knife, and I was like, what the hell? Wow. It is a it is a Reddit story, yeah. That must be it. Yeah, okay. Because I was like, I know I heard of it, and I was like, oh. I thought it was just something Kevin said to scare my mother. Maybe it is a whole cultural <laughs> phenomenon. No, then that's why that's why it was part of the. Yeah. Like, well, that was a that was a monster, and I know my toilet can't cannot <laughs> do this. So let me. Yeah, that's blow here. That was the story that my brother presented to my mother one. Oh boy. One well, on, day. Why am I getting so many phone calls during this call? Hold on one second. Okay. <laughs> um. But yeah, that blows me the fuck. <laughs> I, I literally watched this on like a guy who was it Justin Wang, the YouTuber guy does uh, he covers weird shit. Yeah, yeah, I know. And yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think I saw this on a on one of his uh, one of his episodes. It was it was the just poop knife. The, the poop knife thing, yeah, because it's such a it's it, it's a that's a bizarre thing to to ask for. I don't know, um, and you know what? I can't believe I'm saying this now after I said let's move on. Because I have never pooped a poop that I've had to do something like that to. But, mm. I, but I've seen one. <laughs> Sounds traumatizing. <laughs> this is going to be the poop episode. <laughs> oh, Nightmare on Poop Street. Nightmare on Poop Street. That, that's going to be the name of this episode. Uh huh. <laughs> Yes. In your dreams, you poop in real life. I, that's yes. <laughs> I remember that from like Family Guy, and I don't know what they were referencing, but maybe that's what it was. Oh, pooping in real life. Do you poop in your dreams? You poop for real. Do you recall? Do you? Oh my god! Do you recall a gigantic turd? <laughs> Oh my god. Oh god damn. Do you, do I need to finish? You should know. You should have a yes or no answer just by Oh I'm trying to compose myself. Deep breath, deep breath. I can't, there's no, I can't even, there's no way I can say this whole sentence. <laughs> I love it when something's that funny and I can't even breathe. I'm one of those situations. Okay, please breathe. Okay, it's just a yes or no question. Very simple. <sighs> Michelle. So simple. Michelle, do you recall a giant turd? The bathroom at Dunkin' Donuts? No. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, I don't think I do. I just remember oh, I just remember a certain someone in the bathroom all the time. Oh, was it I me? Don't we, I don't know. I don't know if we drop names in this podcast, so I don't want to say it, but just somebody had tummy problems and was just always pooping. <laughs> I recall a couple of those in specific. Oh, I can only think of one specific person. Well, I remember a video of you falling through the gate. Yeah, that was really good. There was, there, there, there was a series of photographs that someone took of a of a of a poop. They had a there was a ruler sitting in the toilet with it. What? 
<laughs> because for obvious reasons. And it was so huge. I don't, I, I don't know. When, do you remember when that was? I mean, like, was it I when I was at Duncan? Because I, I was only I, there. Like 2007 to 2008. I wasn't there a long time. Yeah, I was there for like eight years, so I don't know. And basically, the ruler ended up having to be used. I'm sorry this has this I'm sorry this has become just pooped up. But yeah. The ruler that so speaking of poop knives, this is this the one time I was involved in a poop that had to be chopped up. It was chopped up with a ruler that had recently been used to measure it because it was at least a foot long and at least five inches in it looked like a little print. These were super industrial jet engine toilets that would like blast the water and stuff in a way and we hit the flush and it fucking dry docked. It just sat there. That's kind of sad, honestly. We had to chop it up. That person might have a uh, problem. Who survived that? Oh my oh. gosh. I hope the person is okay. I yeah. certainly hope so too. Oh my. Like, I mean, at least I mean, they, they walked out of that bathroom, so they survived that long. Yeah. They didn't walk out, they waddled out. Yeah. Let's, be, let's be honest. <laughs> they crawled out. <laughs> Might have been more like four inches in width, but it was big. Oh, that, <laughs> that inch makes all the difference. Someone made a, like a lost and a found poster. Like if you had found someone's puppy. Have you seen this turd? Does this belong to you? <laughs> yeah, oh my god! Before, before or after my time, because that I I don't think I could ever forget that. Oh my god! Yeah, that's why when I said, "Do you recall a giant turd?" I was like, "Well, she should know." If she knew, she would know it. Would the answer was yes? Because <laughs> you would, you there, would not forget so this. Many, there were so many weird stories that stemmed from that time in my life. So I just one of the employees got on the phone and called everyone he knew. There was a line <laughs> to go into the bathroom and look at it. <laughs> there was a there, there was a national hotline for this turd. This was a whole day. This was the this was has affected your life. This was the plot line of a whole day of work there. Oh my god, that doesn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. You know it was like that place was drunks. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So at, the, at this uh, point in the Nightmare on Elm Street series, it has become complete comedy and we kind of while we were watching it, we kind of talked about how it's kind of getting tired. Even it's even obvious that the writers maybe are tired of it. I also, of course, have the note that says writers equals coke. <laughs> writers equals yeah, coke. Probably. Nobody, <laughs> nobody is writing any of that sober. No, somebody, somebody just ripped a line. It was just like, okay, so, so Freddy's, Freddy's driving down the street really quick. Okay, vroom, vroom, vroom. okay, okay. Uh, what was he saying? What is he saying? Uh, uh, Fastlane. There we go. Fastlane, uh, yeah. uh, wait, 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 what, what else? What else? Fastlane was one of his jokes. Fucking tweaking out. Yeah, he, he's just like a continual listing of like things that have to do with driving fast. But it, it, it wasn't a pun. He was just saying things that equate with driving really fast. 
And they sounded like puns with the way they were delivered. Dream and drive. Don't dream and drive. Dream and drive. That's actually pretty good. But it's that really would have been a good one. That, that is that one. he did say I that. I would have laughed at that. Would have been happy with that. No, he, but no, um, he did say that. that yeah, he said that. He did. He, yeah. He said that? <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. I don't remember him saying that. <laughs> All I remember was like the one shot, like little one liners that he was giving, like uh, uh, revving up or whatever the we hell. Too, we, were, we were too busy laughing about Fastlane when it happened. I think literally. I I I think so. We but, just watched this movie, by the way. So, and and I think most of us are pretty high. So that's what. <laughs> that's oh, ama- amazingly high. <laughs> Good. Amazingly. <laughs> I think that's why we were laughing at poop for the past like fifteen minutes. The things that he says when he's super Freddy are are really particularly not exactly puns in any way. He he claims to be faster than a bastard maniac. I guess it kind of rhymes. <laughs> More powerful than a loco madman. Is that yeah? Is that was that the second one? <laughs> second one. Great. So bad. Yeah, it just and and I don't mean to get a, ahead of ourselves and go right to the the end, but the uh, it really it's so not by the end. There's it's so nonsensical that I understand why this one isn't kind of remembered in the, with the same kind of reverence as three and four. Mm-hmm. Like the first half of the film was like, was like the cocaine bits. And then the latter half of the film was coming down and realizing what your life has become. Yeah. Someone also may sense. have been like eating mushrooms or something towards the second half as well. I don't know. <laughs> to, to, to like curve off the Coke. <laughs> A lot of MC Escher flesh tubes mm-hmm. going on in this one. <laughs> Towards the uh, end. The, the, this dude was having some real withdrawal nightmares. I got. I got to tell you. I think they were in some place from like Diablo in the very end of the movie. I actually never played Diablo. It was full full of a lot of big weird demon churches with big open uh, areas and pillars and staircases that go nowhere because it's been procedurally generated. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, man. But yeah, the sets in this movie are, you know, like I I probably said while we've been recording, very practical and really, really detailed. And there's a, <laughs> a pair of jeans being used as a planter, which I guess is a thing. Uh, yeah, like I, I, so the only reason I had known about, so like when you saw it, you said you'd never seen anything like that before and how ridiculous it looked. Unfortunate for me, uh, I, I live in a in a in a older community. A lot of people who uh, read a lot of better homes and gardens, and I saw a lot of that shit. Weird. Like you know, well, Billy's away at college, and uh, I have all of his old clothes that he doesn't fit into anymore. So uh, instead of donating them to an actual you know charitable cause, I'm just going to uh, fill it with cement and put my begonias in it. Extremely 1989, like a chair that's a hand. Sure, yeah. that's a hand. Those things, oh, the baseball glove ones. Yeah, I forgot about that. Did you miss the jeans uh, used as a potted planter? I don't Weebs? think I saw that. Oh, that did was... you? Were you both yeah, absent for that, that one? Yeah, it was standing up like a pair of legs, except instead of a torso, there was a house plant coming out of it in the background of one of these scenes of this movie. Mm. So bizarre. It's great. I'm gonna do it. 
I'm going to do that and build the house out of popsicle sticks. Hell yeah. I'm going to build weird Nightmare on Elm Street props around my house for my cats to play with. Oh, they will love that. Uh, yeah. Greta's mom is the best mom yet. <laughs> the best worst mom, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I will agree with that. Is that how a cover girl would behave? Is that that's not what a cover girl puts in her body? All she was gonna do was lick a lollipop, like chill. Yeah, right. God damn it! All of a sudden, she's washing a car and sucking on a popsicle. Weird uh, enough that a dude is holding a giant lollipop in her face, telling her to lick it. Her mom's a, the problem. Her mom has is that's not what a cover girl puts in her body. <laughs> this movie's a fucking cartoon. My purse. Yeah. Um. The. Like I, I, I was trying to remember. Was that? So that's like her her natural parents. That's her her mother and father. Greta. But yeah, I'm trying to remember. Was that the father that was saying, "Oh yeah, you know, Greta's got a nice body." I'm like, I. I I never I wasn't I, again another thing about this movie is you lose track of who's who because these are just a, a soulless husks of people <laughs> uh, you know used as parody of you know of like you know social standings and no, what have you extreme but like, character especially in the parents but character. with the with the victim characters as well yeah yeah, it, it, but it, but but again, even more so. There's no connection with any of these people, so therefore, like, like y- you can remember who Luke Skywalker is, not because of the fact that he was there throughout the entire movie. But I'm not I'm not gonna lie. Like Alice, for a handful of scenes, I forgot her name because again, there's no emotional connection with these characters. There's like, I I I I, I can't even begin to explain how I I I don't remember any of these people's names. Yep. No, and we talked about this while we were watching it. That, and me and Michelle talk about this every time that we uh, we lose track of the names of characters in this kind I of really movie. Do. But then they really do become they become the guy in the wheelchair. They become the guy that got killed because with the marionette thing oh, in his oh, veins. Oh, 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 you know, that's no, what you remember them for. The wheelchair. That is the wizard master. That's the wizard the master. Wizard master. <laughs> okay, you're right. <laughs> and my dreams, I can walk, and I'm the wizard master. <laughs> Yeah, I never remember his name. I just know. I just know he's the wizard master. But that's and they are disposable characters, and a lot of times they are just you know sort of maybe not even really stereotypes, but just they're this type of guy. There's the nerd guy in this one. There's the jock boyfriend in this one. You know, it's the they're they're all they're all specific guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's and you end up remembering either what happens to them. Or some really specific aspect about their personality. Like there is a guy specifically in uh, Friday the 13th, part five, for some reason I talk about with my friend Ed all the time, that we talk, there's a there's a guy that is called the Burrito Man, because he talks about burritos in that movie. And that's how you remember characters in a horror movie. They're the Burrito Man, or the Wizard Master, or the Wheelchair Guy. Wizard Master is, you know. A little more. That's a little nicer to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Boy, I hate Baby uh, Freddy. Uh, baby Freddy. <laughs> hate Baby Freddy. Oh, that's the creepiest looking thing. Oh, God. And it's really in this one a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
had the nose and everything. Oh, like, it was oh. impressive. Oh. God, it's a and, big head. Like he just like it's like not even like a fully formed baby. Like he still looks like a friggin' like twelve week old fetus. He shrank. Like yeah, it's like it, yeah, it's a a whole man that shrank that got shrank into a fetus size, and his face is still a man, an old man's face. <laughs> really, the whole there's a lot of terrifying concepts in this movie. And like when I started trying to explain everything going on to Weebs, it's just yeah. At this point, there is deep and insane lore in these movies. Is it lore, though? Or is it I don't. Just, like edgy shit. It's it's edgy shit, and well, it's stuff, and it's edgy shit, but it's also stuff that they you know were making up as they went along from film to film. That now is right. very silly when I start. I think what I was starting to explain to you, explaining to you, was that like I was starting to say something about how you know he has to kill them in their dreams, but not in this one because for some reason when the baby's dreaming, the girl that's projecting her dreams because she absorbed the dream projecting or calling powers to her other friend from her other friend who when she was Patricia Arquette, and then at that point I just I'm like, well, yeah, there's a lot of shit going on. There's really some convoluted shit. <laughs> Uh, puppies, dogs. Haley's doing a little, a little shake and jingling her collar. Yeah, that would be pretty good today. They barked a little bit before because I don't even know what they heard something, but usually they have a big hissy fit when we're on a call. Let's see here. I liked uh, when he. Uh... Lisa Wilcox was was who played Alice. That's Alice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was and Lisa Wilcox is um uh Utah from Star Trek who has the yep. <laughs> the lady who, who turns into a werewolf. Does Utah ever turn into a werewolf or do we just know that she has the ability to? Uh she doesn't. She just uh, took an anti-aging serum. Oh, okay. Um, oh, and she was also in Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. Whoa. Oh, really? Yeah, I, did, I, I just found that out. Huh. Whoa, I, wow. I wonder if she plays someone other than Alice. Or I wonder if there's some kind of Alice flashback. I believe there's probably an Alice flashback of some sort. <clears throat> you know who's in that, Ma- that movie? Breck and Myers. Breck and Myers, is there an S? Breckenmeyer. Meyer. Meyer. It's a single. It's a single. In, Meyer. in final, what the hell is it? Freddy's dead. The final Freddy's nightmare. Dead. Oh, that's right. Because I started watching it and I texted you. I'm like, he's yeah. here because we had, had a conversation about him for some other reason. Well, and then I was like, wait, he's in this movie. Well, we we ended up talking about Clueless, but I feel like we were talking about him for something other than Clueless, but something with him as an adult man. <laughs> an adult man. <laughs> not like a, you know, stoner. Yeah. <laughs> not, not child man. He is, a, he is a child man in Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Child with, man. <laughs> with Utah, all of Utah. Um, yeah, but he is in, uh, he's, well, he's definitely in Clueless as a medium, as a, as a young adult man. 
Yes. <laughs> I'm going through his uh, his uh, his movies here. I didn't realize he was in Road Trip and Rat Race. Oh, maybe that's why. Were maybe we talking about Road Trip? Oh my God, that movie with Tom Green. Oh Lord. Who he was? He was like in that for all of like maybe ten minutes, not even. But he was the entire trailer. Back in the nineties, I know, and, that, and, that, yeah, and that's, that's how it's told. I'm sure because they're yeah. like, "Oh boy, Tom Green, he's so funny and weird." Tom Green, mm. Tom Green was extremely hot for for roughly four months, I think, in 1997. Really cool. Yeah. So, um, a few months ago, Tom Green like posted this number. He's like, "Call this number, and you can talk to me and be on my podcast that I'm working on." And I was like, "Okay." And I called it a bunch of times, and it was busy, and then finally it went through, and I talked to Tom Green on the phone for 10 minutes. <laughs> That's cool as shit. It was so cool. How do you find out if you're going to be on his podcast? I have been looking for it ever since. Oh, man. Like, it, now he, like, posts all these things. He's like, I'm working on this project, but now I'm working on my farm with my new donkey that I got. And oh. Good for him. I really the father of the whole... Uh, podcasting type thing. Yeah, he invented podcasting. Yeah, he had a um, a room in his house dedicated to serving um, his own live streams. Yep, and uh, stuff like that before Twitch and YouTube yeah. existed. Like two thousand and one, some shit like that. Yeah, like really, really seriously. If he didn't invent podcasting, he was way ahead of the curve. Oh, yeah. I mean, he I mean, had Joe Rogan on his curve. show. Hmm? Tom Green had Joe Rogan on his in home yep. podcast live Joe stream. Said, How do we make money on this shit? That happened. What's him now? Evil villain origin uh-huh. story. Evil villain origin <laughs> story, indeed. Uh,. Like, the only thing I really give Joe Rogan a thumbs up on is calling out Carlos Mencia for stealing jokes. Oh, yeah? That's the that's the only thing I give the guy props for. Is that the guy that because... Kanye West killed on South Park? <laughs> ain't got no dick, man. Is that, is that him? Is that Carlos Mencia? Yeah, that's Carlos Mencia. Okay. Okay. No, no, okay. That's all I, know. I, I, I My dick don't work, man. <laughs> Oh, dude. Well, I really hope you end up on Tom Green's podcast, Michelle. I certainly hope so, too. I hope so. That'd be so exciting. But, like, it was so, it was, I I think it was last year at this point, because I feel like it was, like, right after I had left my job and I was just, you know, going into my last bit of school, because, like, he asked about, like, me and what I did, and I told him forensic psychology, and he was like, oh, are you going to be working with serial killers? And I was like, no. Ooh. It was just so fun, but yeah, we talk. I want to say we talked for like ten minutes, and it was just so bizarre. And I have no proof of it. Like, <laughs> no, <proof. laughs> no one, no one. I don't believe you whatsoever. No that's, one will either. Hey, that's those are those, that that that's a real experience. Those are the best kinds of real experiences. It was a really fun experience, but I just it. You know, because I checked because I was like, oh, let me check his podcast. And I found it on Spotify. But the last episode was like six months prior. And I was like, okay. Uh, oh. He's a, bit, he's, he's, 
he's busy raising his donkey. He's busy raising donkeys, exactly. right? He's, and he's and and, and so many things. Yeah, he's raising donkeys and and jerking off horses and uh, humping roadkill. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, I mean, the guy does the guy, the guy, the guy's a miracle worker. He, 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 he's, he, he makes fantastic work. Oh my God. Um, but, uh, and, and if you're interested in those types of shows, there's another show. Do you know who Chris Gethard is? No, I haven't heard of him. Uh, he's a, he's a comedian that hosts this show called, uh, it was the Chris Gethard show. That was like a, it was like a public access show in Chicago, if I remember correctly. And then, um, Oh, like what was this? Like maybe eight years ago, he started doing this podcast uh, called uh, "Beautiful Stories from Anonymous People." It's called "Beautiful Anonymous" for short. And he basically opens up the phone line uh, to people, and he has conversations with them from like a particular time. And uh, so he cannot hang up on the people that he's talking to, and he allows them to talk for us however long that they want until they stop, basically. Okay. And it is the most fascinating stuff i've ever heard like uh it, it goes from everything from a guy that's a graphic designer living in new york that's absolutely sick of it to uh a, a guy who has a fetish for cars like like to all, touch all, with like a fetish yeah to, yeah to to that he really a enjoys sex, a sex fetish uh I'll, I'll just leave it at the exhaust pipe is used for a little more than exhaust sounds dangerous um, oh yeah. Sounds like that's how you burn your dick off. I don't know if you want to burn well, your well, dick I mean, off, but that's how you well, burn I mean, your I'm, dick off. I don't know if he starts the car when he does it. I you mean, don't. I, I'm I sure, wait. Okay. I mean, I'm sure there's there's a subsection. I of, just. Of that I don't fetish. know. I I can't tell you why. I can't tell you why. But if the car is not running, he's not allowed to do that to it. It has to be on. It has to be running. First of all, well played. Second of all, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he should do when the car is not on. That's oh god. Uh, yeah. it, it, it makes me think about like the live car from uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and and just him yelling at him once the car stops. Oh, what are you doing? Oh my god! I literally just watched that the other night too, so I have that voice clear in my head. <laughs> <laughs> My man is running. <laughs> Literally. Uh. <laughs> but uh. But yeah, beautiful anonymous. Look it up and and see if you can find the phone number to call in because th those those shows are really fun. Beautiful so, yeah. anonymous. Beautiful anonymous. I'm writing uh, it down. It's on on Earwolf with Chris Gethard. Someone else was talking about Earwolf. There's a handful of good podcasts from there. I'm trying to remember what, but I remember listening. I remember the, you know, how these like company, like, yeah, 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 yeah they, they, they have like the little intro, like Earwolf or yeah, something yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Sam, what you got there? Optus. Uh, yeah. So, so that that's the only reason I, I I even remember who Earwolf is because of the the intros for it. Um, but yeah, beautiful Namus is great. Go listen to it. Uh, 
uh, what was I trying to say? Uh, going going back to Freddie and the and the, the it, it, we we touched on it very briefly, but I wanted to go back to it to kind of flesh it out a little bit more. The the sets for that film. Yeah, I've like if you if you like I'm we're, we're obviously this is 2023. We're in the midst of the uh, uh, the the SAG strike, the writer strike, AI revolution, robot apocalypse, mm. end of the exact. world, down Indeed. and out in the end times. Uh, what what was the 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 people from Terminator? Skynet, Gen Tech, or Skynet. Thank you. Yeah, some Skynet shit happening, but um. Uh, it, it's amazing to me how well put together these sets were. It's incredible. This whole series, I, this series is, and, and I, and yeah, and I said this series is the series to watch for maybe not these series, but for practical effects and practical sets. Holy shit! Maybe especially yeah. sets. Yeah, like the, like the even like they, for uh, for Mark's like little hangout. <laughs> Where, uh, warehouse with fire hazard warehouse yeah. <laughs> yeah and uh just like miles of shelving with shit on it like almost like kubrick-esque like detail of putting shit on shelves like it, it was insane and and it was practical and uh or or the uh or even the set when they when they would uh go to the 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 sane asylum towers and stuff like that like that i don't know if that was like a backdrop with somebody in front of it or if it was a, a miniature that they had somehow like cut into that but uh or, or like um did some sort of like a perspective framing or something like that but again the practical effects in that film were really well done were really what like were they they were really they were nicely executed but they weren't practically they they it's yeah they just didn't have a story it, with a plot to to, to make them feel whole is that what i said that this this was in a, an elongated art piece for set design yeah. and it just so happened to have some actors in front of it yeah uh, yeah, I feel I really think that like the story, then the, I feel like the plot line. Maybe I'm high, and I said this about the last one, I think. But I really like. I don't know if, I don't know if it does make sense. I think the whole thing about the baby dreaming and the whole thing about, I think this movie doesn't make any sense to me, especially the way it starts to come apart at the end. And maybe I was just getting higher and higher, but this movie doesn't make any sense. I don't think. It doesn't make sense, and I was here completely sober. And Good. Sense. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Perfect. Because again, I'm I'm right there with you, uh, Dave. I, I I honestly didn't know what, like, if, if I was having some sort of like like weird high moment, and I'm like, no, nah, there, there's there's no way that this woman is swimming in a in a in a backed up. Uh, poopy shower or no there's no way that you know the antagonist from the mask somehow made its way into the uh into the <laughs> into the ending of this film yeah freddy uh, freddy becomes the guy from the mask <laughs> and he becomes yeah, well, that's the, the super freddy when he was saying the things about a loco madman and stuff more, yeah, yeah. more powerful than a loco madman right. yep <laughs> and i don't know why i sound like jesse the body ventura when i do it but he was it was like a wrestler 
It was a big, super bulked up wrestler, Freddy. Um. So I'm glad, yeah, Weebs and Michelle. I'm glad that you guys. I'm glad you guys can confirm that this one is a little. I mean, it's 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 like, and it is, yeah, it's the one that people do sometimes sort of forget about. Mm. Like what I said before, like I. I, I was actually a very big horror fan when I was a kid. Like, actually, my mother took me to see Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare in 3D. Like, oh. took me to the theaters for that shit. That's cool. I, I, I was three years old. I don't know what the fuck my mom was thinking, but she, she took me anyway. But, um, um, but I, was, I was a fan. I was, I've, I've always been a horror movie fan. Like, I, I, I actually watched... I actually had a friend of mine we spent an entire weekend he spent the night at my, the weekend at my house and we would uh we stayed up the entire weekend playing snes and uh going through every horror movie that we possibly could and we started with nightmare on elm street and we realized just like i don't know i i i remember vividly like one through four five was definitely the movie that i completely forgot about this is the one, yeah. This one is where it gets too silly. For, for a yeah, lot of people, and, and, I think. And there yeah. just wasn't anything memorable about it. Yeah. Like, um, I think the one thing I do remember was the um, was uh, Greta getting fed, like getting fed in the, the I, baby I, baby. I, I hate her eraser head face. I hate Greta's uh-huh. bulky, blown up face. I hate her stretchy face. Oh. And yeah. it, it, yeah. her crazy. bloated cheeks, yeah, and it, it keeps happening. You keep seeing it, just like you keep seeing Baby Freddy. All the gross and scary things in this movie. Maybe that's, maybe that should be more effective, but maybe that's why I don't know. I don't think that's. We don't need to pinpoint why this one, you know, is a little forgettable. But yeah, that a lot of the things in it keep coming at you, and I really. For for how creeped out I am by the baby face and Greta's face and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the 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 baby Freddy. For one, like, I I, I don't I I didn't understand the necessity of like 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 having him running around and stuff like that like you know he's you know baby herman and again roger rabbit <laughs> oh, yeah um, baby herman is a, a great stogie. yes he should have a stogie <laughs> my stogie that would be perfect <laughs> <laughs> my knives bitch where <laughs> <laughs> I did make a note that says this movie does whatever it wants, and it does, because nothing has to make sense in it. It seems like. Wow. <laughs> I'm 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 reminded of that sketch in, in Key and Peel where they're trying to talk about Gremlins two. Perfect. That's a great yeah. That's a great sketch too. Yeah. Oh, was it really Gremlins three? Oh, I think no, it might have been Gremlins three. It's Gremlins two. About. It's Gremlins two. They're oh, talking yeah. about yeah, electric oh, gremlin that's, that's, and uh, you know. Let's have the, a girl gremlin. Yes, exactly. Yep. <laughs> Yep, let's let's have a baby, Freddy. Oh man! Uh, Motor, what, what, let's what have a motorcycle, Freddy. Let's have let's have Freddy skateboard. Like once let's the guy, once the serial killer slasher scary boogeyman is skateboarding, that's about it. Like you're a comedy series now, and that's what happened. And then six is all, all right. out, all out. But at least yeah. six makes sense. At least six's plotline makes sense. I can't wait to watch that next. 
That and that's a uh, final nightmare, right? Yeah, that's Freddy's okay. dead. Yeah, it might not oh, even be called dude, six. It might not dude, even be called it, six. It, it, if if you're if you weren't a fan of the campy ridiculousness that is five, I think six is gonna it's it's gonna uh it's gonna hit in the same manner. Except yeah, I rec- like, that's what really I recall. Polished. It's really, really, po- it's really like polished, nonsense? polished, yeah, visually polished nonsense. Like that, that's pretty much all, all, all the final couple sets of movies were. It was they, they were money grabbers. Like one and yeah. two, one and two did At so. The, and this is this well. is the point where we're at, yeah, where we're just yeah, we're hitting that. Let's just do the formula of. This, series. Mm-hmm. this it is it was the Avengers of horror films at the time. Wait, or this the, one or Freddy's MCU Dead? Horror films at the time. Fre- Freddy's Dead was. Oh uh, no! Just I meant the series oh, was, the like, time, it was like oh, the oh, okay. It was that. It was it was it was important. I mean, there was like so much okay. merchant, so much merchandising. Like I, I even think I remembered having the the glove as a kid, with the little plastic knives. Oh, a lot of people did. Yeah. Did. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um uh the masks were probably big. I mean there's no doubt about that. And then I think there was actually like I think there were actual action figures. I'm sure there, there must have been. You know I'm sure like, there were, yeah. McDonald's put them in kids' meals. I, I don't know. Probably not. Probably, probably not. Probably not that far, but there were at least if there weren't like at the time I feel like there must have been like an a Todd McFarlane action figure. Dude does some great work. I was watching a lot of uh, documentaries about him the other day. Especially the 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 one guy, the 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 um, one artist that worked with him at Image, the the guy that did uh, Captain America with the big old barrel chest and doesn't know how to do proportions. Lyfield. What's his name? Chris Lyfield. Yes. 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 What a weird story, by the way. That's I'm contemplating putting that on the the document. On, on covering, putting that on another topic. But yeah, like one of these days, we got we got to talk about that. Chris Lyfield. That, yeah, that that whole like uh, again, the documentary that I saw about it is so stupid, fascinating. Like the the dude was like a, a young prodigy, and he was like he was like king of the craft at the time, and then. He uh, split off and went and did Image with Todd McFarlane. And then when he felt that he wasn't getting the representation that he or, or the uh, the notoriety that he, he should be getting, he went and double backed and went back to uh, D.C. Or I mean, he went back to Marvel. And then um, from there, you know, thus, you know, the what life feels known for for doing the the big barrel chested uh, Captain America along with uh, handfuls of other series that were not very well received. I think his name is Rob Liefeld. So. <laughs> Rob Liefeld. I think it's Rob. Yeah. <laughs> Liefeld. Yeah. Yep. You're right. Anyway. Well, yeah. Cool. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe we will talk about that. Maybe we'll talk about that if that's a weird thing to talk about. To a certain degree. To a certain it's degree, it's weird. I, I don't know. I, I think it's okay. more fascinating it's not that, than weird, okay. but, but still, it's it's interesting. Uh, but uh, but yeah, and and that and also looking at like the 
the style of of the comics that were used in that time i was i was very taken back to like that era of comics of like the the late 80s early 90s big guns big muscle you know oh like gore. like the guy in this movie yeah exactly it was it, again like it really it's almost a a a, a media time capsule in a sense very it's very interesting to see that style of uh, of a uh, comic especially since i haven't seen something like that in forever yeah we talked about a lot of things we kind of talked about a lot of things other than this movie. Do you like? What do you, overall, Michelle? Do you like this? <laughs> you like five? I feel like we've shat on it. We've accidentally taken this into. A... We talked about poop because it is the poop movie. Is this the no. poopiest uh, one? <laughs> I just, I mean, you know, I really think, yet, like you said, it just it. This movie did whatever it wanted. It just went into so many different directions, and you're like, what is happening? It didn't have a set of rules, I don't think, as far as when you're asleep. You know what? No one, we didn't see anyone drinking coffee to stay awake because it didn't matter. No, they just, no. They just went into. see anybody fall asleep. They just were in dreams and having these things happen. Like, I don't remember seeing the the swimming girl. What was her name? Nadine? Is that it? No. No, she was Yvonne, maybe? I think she was Yvonne. Yvonne, same thing. Uh, Same thing, yeah. Yeah, they're exactly the same. But Lots like, I don't even remember her falling asleep. I just remember her going to go swimming, and then the diving board was cracking, and then oh uh, man, yeah, he was holding on to Freddy Krueger's penis at some point. Apparently, so, like, and I was the, like, oh. "Whoa, his, his penis! I missed his <laughs> That's penis." What he said. His I, penis. I, 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 I made that joke because the railings, like, oh, oh the, the railings were fleshy. With, yeah, yeah, yeah. With like the 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 the. the Silent Hill flesh all over it. Oh yeah, and that's yeah. not. Uh, that's probably not unintentional. No, there, it's definitely meant for the, for uh, for you know the the, the tentacle hentai fans out there. <laughs> and it's something, yeah. And there's something about the baby magic lets him project his dream monster stuff out into. It just lets him make reality. And I don't but know if they're daydreaming. He's a little kid. He's like five years old. He's like yeah. eight years old or something. Well, that's what happens when you get fed human souls as a baby, as a fetus. Oh, you, just you become an eight. Old. You become an eight-year-old ghost. Yeah. <laughs> In your mom's you dreams. An eight-year-old ghost that uh yeah that that talks shit to uh to Doctor Grant. So a lot of the yeah. things we're saying is why this doesn't make sense. Hand. My friend has a funny hand. he's got two funny hands he has a lot of funny hands in this movie at different points yeah he had a handful of different like arm expenditures he had a slip army knife in this one it was like I got a spoon I got knives yeah he's got got a poop knife he's got a poop knife which finger is the poop knife (laughs) <laughs> well, he I, also has a rule to measure the poop before he cuts it up. <laughs> the terrible secret of his of his clawed hands. They're all poop knives. <laughs> They're all. <laughs> wow, that really that really came full circle. I have to I have to make like a quiz in art whenever I take a toosie. So yeah, I think that yeah, the dinner scene and everything about Greta just disturbs me. I guess. Yeah. And her mother mm-hmm. is such a horrible cartoon caricature. Oh, man. 
Poor Greta. God, all of her, yeah, her bloated cheeks every time you see her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's more, it's more the, 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 it's not even food that's coming out of her mouth. It's like this, yeah, this like mashed up oatmeal pukes. goop. Yeah, God. No, it's like she's a baby and he's just shoving baby food in her mouth. That's what it makes me think of. Everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Keeps her in the chair like it's like a high chair at first. Yeah. Everything about it. Everything about Greta is upsetting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, she definitely she definitely had the, the worst of the uh the deaths out there, I think. Like even, like even the motorcycle, like death was like turns into a motorcycle. Turned into like, a motorcycle. Your Tetsuo oh, the Lord. Iron Man. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Wild. How do you like Freddy's face in the motor made out of motorcycle parts? Pretty good. <laughs> Again, the effects like the effects That's were great. Okay. <laughs> like like conceptually that like that sounds like a fun idea and like the way that they executed it for what it was worth, like for what it was written, de- like I, I, I would say that for what was written down in the script and what was demanded of the set people, they got they they nailed it. The man motorcycle thing looked great. <laughs> yeah, everything. That's what I meant. Is that everything yeah. looked great? Just it's just not. A, it's just scenes, not in a good movie. Dumb. It's just not in a good movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's great. It never makes sense to me, like, when he has him in the truck and he's just like, better buckle up, sweetie, and he just, like, rips his arm off and attaches it to the side of the door. And it's like... Yeah. Conceptually, that's great. I guess he made that his seatbelt. But, like, he always just does, like, these obscure things to, like, freak people out. He's like, look, I can take my arm off. (laughs) Put it over here. (laughs) Yeah, and it's like... Like in the first movie where he cuts his fingers off and all like the green right. goo comes out. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I just noticed there's always like something that he does in these movies that's just like it's supposed to look scary, but it's just kind of like comical to us. But then I guess it's actually scaring the people in the movie. It sure, yeah, it probably would be scary. And I feel like nobody actually acted scared in this movie. Like I feel like no. just all their reactions were just so poorly acted out like every time alice would scream something it was just like no you're not you're not convincing me i don't think you're really scared that might be what it is maybe this one just isn't scary they i mean they haven't i mean they they haven't yeah it was going in that direction (laughs) yeah i mean by the time we get to freddy's dead i mean once you get there that's just those kills are just ridiculous you're like are you kidding me you're just laughing. Yeah. And, and I, can't, I can't imagine, you know, I mean, I know there's a lot of like older movies and you watch them now and you're just like, well, that's really cheesy. But back in the day, like you watch The Exorcist now and you're like, that's funny. That How did that scare anybody back then? But of course, like it scared the crap out of people back then. My parents walked out of the theater. Her head they, spun around and they were like, nah, we're good. I, I think they say that people vomited in theaters watching The Exorcist. Yeah. That's what I've yeah, heard. Well, their heads and my parents were like, right. shit to this, and they got up and left <laughs> back in the 70s. And to this day, my mother will not watch that. I'm like, Ma, I could fall asleep to that movie. Like, it's fine. Like, oh, no. You will not watch it. And I'm like, then you just put yourself watching a movie in this day and age. 
But like, you know, it's not something like that. Like, I think that even back then, like, I think they had to be comical. I don't think people were scared of them at this point in the series. Yeah. I think it was just like comedically gruesome and gory and whatever else. And that's why it was rated R and also because boobs. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't think they actually scared anybody back then. I would be very yeah, surprised. Okay. Maybe like a little kid. No, I think you're right, though. I think you're right. It really, and at this point in the series, it had just become comedy. Yeah, it's, especially like, going into six. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, because six is just that's the, and they kind of bring it back. They do bring it back in a new nightmare where it could be scary. New nightmare is much more classic. Yeah, in the I mean, sense I of like Nightmare I One. That it was my least favorite one, but once we get to that, maybe I'll have a new appreciation of it. We'll find out soon. It's it's one movie away. It's after the next one. We're getting there. Oh man! Do you want to? I, if we do this again, to Weebs and Thrash, would you like to watch? If we like, I, I would in a be couple down weeks. to do this again. This was yeah. this sure. was a lot of fun. Yeah, I like it being able to talk about it like during the movie, and then hopefully not going on so much of a poop talk. I'm very movie. sorry. I'm so sorry. I brought it's 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 my fault because of the Dunkin' Donuts one. It's so funny. Poop knife. I had to take poop. it one step further and talk about the legendary poop at work. Oh my god, it's so funny though. But yeah, I thought this was a lot of fun to be able to watch it with everyone else, and I would do it again. Cool. Yeah. So at some point we'll talk about the sixth one. Yes. What do you think overall, Weebs? Out of ten. Well, it's a. It was a weird affirmation of my relationship with this series today, um, because basically the only thing that I could have ever recalled from memory, if anyone were to ask, is yeah. that motorcycle scene. Yeah, awesome, good. And, I'm glad you can place it now. That was this movie, and it turns out that it's not a very good one. So, <laughs> <laughs> kind of excited to um, see, uh, you know, some of the other ones. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ones up to, yeah, and if you're interested, yeah, the ones up to, this is the fifth one, the ones that came before it are probably the best ones, and we're probably, we're moving into the worst ones now. Yeah. Yeah, and this was oh, the yeah. first of the real, this is the first of the bad ones, yeah. It, it, this, it's like the Star Wars, uh, uh, it's like Star Wars, the, you know, the first original series, the trilogy was pretty good. The following trilogies were not as great. Sure, sure. Well, I'm still down. Awesome, good. Awesome. Yeah, thank you so much, everybody. Weebs, Thresh, and Michelle. Absolutely. Nightmare on Elm Street 5. Throwing this together. Yeah, we'll we'll do it again. We'll do it again. All right. Thank you for listening to another episode of Maybe We'll Talk. I'm just going to apologize one more time for all of the poop knife talk and poop talk in general. But yeah, thanks for listening. That was our coverage of Nightmare on Elm Street 5. Uh, Barely, I guess. (laughs) Uh, Coming up next is going to be... Uh, me and Alex's final coverage of The Great Hunt by Robert Jordan, and after that, Chicago by Night with Me and Saint. 
And then upcoming stuff that I have yet to record, but I have a bunch of stuff going on with people. I'm listening to uh, From a Buick 8 right now, and I'm about to start The Dragon Reborn, and we've got a lot of books and things to talk about. Uh, so yeah, thank you for being here, and yeah, and movies and stuff, yeah, we're going to keep talking about A Nightmare on Elm Street as well. So, uh, if you would like to talk to us, or hang out, and talk about role-playing games, or books, or movies, or yeah... Uh, you can do it on Discord with us. Um, you can get a link to my Discord, Easy Town, by going to koyadk.tv. That's C-U-Y-A-D-K.tv. Links to Discord are there. All of my other social medias, videos, and pictures, and uh, information about my little soap company. And you can get a link to my Etsy and buy some soap from me or support me on Patreon or many other places. Look at all my stuff on koyadk.tv. Thank you. And, uh, oh yeah, and uh, check the episode description for links to Surreptitious Music's Bandcamp and also Thrash's Twitch. Uh, I don't think I already said that, but yeah, check their links below. And thank you so much today to Surreptitious Music. Thrash Keishu, aka Weebs on Discord, and uh, especially thank you to Michelle. Uh, we'll be talking to her again, and maybe some of these other guys about Nightmare on Elm Street Part 6. It might not be called Part 6. Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. Uh, yeah, why don't you play us out, Weebs? video game on the TV and Brecken has to jump up and down like avoiding Goombas or something. Freddy I'll say this I'm never uh, gonna look at a butter knife the uh, the same way. <laughs> yeah but you never know where it's been man. You never know if Kevin's been at your house. I'm, I'm gonna start playing silverware to people's houses. Yeah right! <laughs> like if you see a butter knife right next to the toilet, run. <laughs> that means they take fat shits. Yeah, like, why is there a butter knife in your bathroom? Oh god. Oh god. Or the spatula in the in the shower. You you will remember this day. <laughs>